Welcome to the You Lead Podcast, brought to you by the Council for School Leadership of the Alberta Teachers Association. All right, welcome. Phil Boyd is a culture coach, as well as a professional development and culture summit facilitator. Phil helps educational leaders to create schools that are so fun, encouraging, and safe that they have to beg students and teachers to leave at the end of the day. He's traveled the continent for over 30 years, working with school educators in thousands of schools. He's the founder of Learning for Living and the creator of programs such as Link Crew, Web, and Breaking Down the Walls. He also wrote the book, School Culture by Design. I am very happy to have Phil with me today. And uh, how are you today? Corey, I am excited, man. This is a, I have so many friends in Alberta that um, I'm just thrilled to get to hang out with you for a few minutes and encourage folks to consider you lead this year. I think it's going to be an amazing opportunity. I do too, and I'm really excited to talk to you a little bit about school culture because it is such a big topic, and you can look at it a bunch of different ways. And you know, I'm talking with you, really a person who who is an expert on school culture. So I'm interested when you think about school, the culture of a school. What are some of the main areas that you focus on? What are the kind of essential pieces of school culture that you like to think about or that you like to talk about? You know, it's it's interesting because there, there's a time in my career when I thought culture and climate were the same thing. And just kind of a, a real fun idea that can tie an answer in with an activity. Recently, I saw on Twitter a school that just did a staff surprise dress-up day where they, they didn't tell the students. They were just going to dress up. And I wish I had a picture to show you. I don't. But they did. They were acting like they were um, like security agents. They had the aviator glasses. They had the, the, uh, the walkie-talkie thing in there. And they all wore black. And maybe half the staff did this. And they didn't tell the kids. But all of a sudden, the kids are like, what the heck? All of our teachers look like security officers. And so let's think about this. From the kids' perspective, that would be a climate experience because they're like, that was so cool. Our teachers did a dress-up day. The very next day, they did Tacky Tourist Day without telling the kids. And so for the students, that's like, that is so cool. That's climate. That's what it looks like, sounds like, and feels like today. But let's look at it from a staff perspective. So I'm an educator on a campus, and one of my colleagues goes, hey, we're going to surprise the students tomorrow. Let's do this, this, this. And all of a sudden, it becomes a culture experience because I'm included. I'm involved. I'm part of something that's really cool. And some people say it has nothing to do with academics. But on the other side, it goes, it has everything. Because if the kids are in good spirits, like, that was really cool. I don't want to miss tomorrow because there's something cool. They're going to want to be there, and they're going to want to be focused. For the staff, so much of culture is a place where I just feel like I belong. I'm safe because the highest level of, of good culture is when someone raises their hand and says, hey, I'm not sure if that's what's best for kids or I'm not sure if that's what serves us best. But it takes a lot of safety and security for a staff member to be able to raise their hand and go, you know, I don't know and ask a question. So something that is simple as a surprise staff dress up day can operate for climate and culture. Climate is what it feels like today. Culture is our behaviors that we have on a daily basis. I love that idea of focusing on that daily basis, what we're doing, uh, all that kind of thing. That it sounds like you're even incorporating some elements of psychological security. And, and essentially, that's 
that's my next question. It was going to be, you know, why, why should school leaders focus on culture? And perhaps you want to get into that. And, and do you think that there's a danger of too much climate? And then does that ultimately work on culture? Is there a little bit of differentiation that needs to happen there? Well, that all depends on which teacher you're talking to, because some of them think if you do a single event, take students out of class, that's too much climate. And mm. yet, I mean, you talk to most people five years, 10 years out of high school, they don't tell you about the math lesson, the science lesson, but they'll tell you about that experience they had. The book called Power of Moments by the Heath Brothers talks about those moments that people remember forever. And yet we all got done with university and we got our math, science, English, whatever, and we've got it, we're capable. But what we still remember about our experience in school was those moments that the teacher did something unique or, or they had a dance party in the hallways that lasted 30 seconds, but it was so cool. And people that, you know, Ainley years ago did an activity called Bring Your Own Banana. And students were talking about that for weeks because it was something a little bit different. And so while people think mm, maybe too much climate, I haven't run into that too much in my life. I think mostly it's we sprinkle them in here and there and they create those moments that people are like, that was so cool. And it causes them to want to go back to class, sit up, listen, learn, and be ready. It's encouraging both for students and staff alike. And so you're way ahead of me, Phil, because that was the next one I was going to uh, ask is, you know, what are the biggest gains that you see with schools that really work on this culture and perhaps a little bit of climate? What have you seen as the benefits when they, they listen to you or they do one of your workshops and they put that in place? What have you seen as some of the real positives that come out of that? Well, one of the things I like to talk about, my buddy JJ and I kind of talked about this for a while, about creating a school that no one wants to leave. It's a place where what does it look like, sound like, and feel like? When you walk the halls on your campus, are, are kids all plugged in? They have the AirPods in and they're just walking or are they laughing? Are they talking? What's the sound you want in your hallways? You know, I was at one of the schools in Edmonton few years ago and they had music playing between classes and I asked the office manager who chooses the music she laughed she goes I do and I laughed said, well you have great great taste because this is great music the kids are all kind of moving through the halls and so what do we want our school experience to look like sound like and feel like and I think for staff if you think about it just recently some statistic came out says 55 percent of educators are thinking about leaving education earlier than expected right now there's a lot of schools that are hiring. They have so many positions. So if you right now in in Calgary can drive 20 kilometers and pass five schools that you might consider working at to get to your school, why not change if it's closer? Well, because of the culture, the behaviors that we treat each other with, that's what caused me to be willing to drive 20 or 30 minutes because I'm connected to those people. And those connections happen on purpose, not an accident. Those those connections happen because we as a school leader say, hey, we're going to take 15 or 20 minutes to be people first and professional second. Because whenever we remember we're people first, we're professional second, because someone's going to come to school this week and have a loss in the family. They might have something as simple as I backed into my other car in the driveway or I hit some ice and slid off the road. and I'm OK, but man, I was scared. People want to tell that story. Well, if we give people time to tell that story, they're like, I like it here. I belong here. I'm willing to drive a little bit further to be part of this community. 
Now, we are really looking forward to having you at ULEAD and joining us in April in Banff. And uh, one of the questions often people ask me is, you know, what am I going to learn here? What am I going to take away? And so I'll put that. When you when you think about your session that's happening at ULEAD, what do you think leaders will appreciate most about that keynote in April? Well, I would always ask someone, are you genuinely curious? Because you, you, we run into people that are 60, 70, 80, 90 years old. They're still thriving because they're curious. Well, there's a quote that says, when you're green, you grow. When you're ripe, you're rocked. Well, pretty good chance you're not going to learn anything new at work today. You're going to work through your list of things. But, man, you join us in Banff in April. And there, whether you learn something in a keynote, in a workshop, in the hallways over a meal, there's a pretty good chance somebody – going to share something. You know, oh, I hadn't thought about it that way. And you turn that Rubik's Cube and make it work, whether you're in elementary school, a secondary campus, you might be a university person thinking about how might I use that. And that, I think, is the power of collaboration. We connect with people from other buildings, other parts of the community. And that's what makes us better is when we're like, ha, ah, either sometimes it's an idea we've heard before, we just haven't used it in a while. And that's why I think for people to leave work for a couple of days to come together, get refreshed, get some ideas. That, that, that's why I'm excited about this. Well, I agree. And, you know, ULEAD is the one of, if not the largest gathering of uh, school leaders in, in the country. And so we're looking forward to having you in April, uh, talking a lot more about culture and climate. And thank you so much for talking to me today. Corey, it was a privilege. Look forward to seeing you all in April. <laughs>